Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. A happy hello and a huge welcome to all who are listening, wherever you may be in this beautiful and amazing world. You are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live, and yes, I am your host for the next hour, and I am so excited to be here again. I have got a very special surprise for you today, the most beautiful and wonderful guest, Tanishka, but a little more about Tanishka shortly. I just want to say first up today that, look, as the numbers of listeners expand into the millions, I I want to send enormous thanks to each and everyone for your loving support. I think we all understand that the road to greater self-awareness uh, through personal and spiritual growth can be quite lonely. But when we know that we're part of a worldwide community all seeking truth, even if we are simply connected virtually, then we know that we're not alone. And I love to sit and just contemplate how wonderful technology is at these times. Uh, In a way, it can connect so many like-minded souls and enable them to come together through the power of radio. And as we listen and grow together, you know, we are helping to raise the consciousness of the world. Woohoo! How exciting is that? Now, in saying that, I hope your week has been a fabulous one. And I hope you've been able to put into action some of the hints and tips from the last couple of weeks. So as to see changes beginning to surface in your life in magical ways. Um, Last week or this last week has taken me into researching a number of topics which have been calling me for some time, yeah, and I've been putting it off. Oh, don't we all do that? Yes, we do. (laughs) But I do love exploring anything that appears on my radar and, you know, turns on those little lights within me. You know, those moments when you think to yourself, well, excuse me, but why do you keep popping into my head all the time? And, and and what significance do you have in what I'm currently learning and sharing with others? And eventually, I just can't help myself and I have to delve a little deeper. Well, that's what's happened to me this past week. My Celtic roots have been calling me in a big way. And I know that I've been putting off writing my new book, which is all about nature spirits. And and I've put it on the back burner for quite some time. So it's time I really got it out. And then, of course, comes those synchronistic happenings in life. You know, those ones that come out of the blue, or do they? 
I um, received an email from a beautiful friend uh, telling me about her plans to take people on an exciting and life-changing tour of sacred sites in Glastonbury in the UK with a vision um, to assist the healing of our planet's unity grid. And I'm thinking, okay, so I've been researching druids and, you know, nature spirits and stone circles and the whole bit, and, and here is somebody emailing me. Yes, and it happens to be Tanishka. And you would think by now that I'd take these synchronistic happenings in my stride, but no, I'm always just thrilled and amazed each time things like this happen. And then my second synchronistic happening appeared yesterday when Bill and I were out, um, well, actually yesterday evening, strolling through our local golf course. We weren't playing golf, no, <laughs> we were just strolling which happens to be just down the end of our street. And the golf course was established many, many moons ago and is lovingly cared for on a daily basis. And the bird life and the wildlife and the golfers all play happily together in this space, as do the locals, such as Bill and I, who just simply enjoy a stroll across the fairways. Anyway, enough of that. As we walked beneath some very old trees, there was this loud screeching coming from above our heads. And then suddenly two beautiful, beautiful yellow-tailed black cockatoos soared into the sky and then circled the trees several times as we just stood watching in awe. Um, these birds have become quite rare and are, in, are an endangered species here in Australia. So... To actually see them in the wild is an extraordinary treat. But more about these fabulous birds and, and why I'm telling you this in our reading today. Now, in the meantime, we all know and understand that, you know, the ancient mystics and seers had an incredible connection to nature. And in all parts of the world, we get to experience this amazing connection through our experiences out in nature. But we can also make an incredible connection by visiting sacred sites. And for me, with a very strong Celtic link in my life, you know, before I was a Tegelov, I was a Geraldine Mary Monica Marnie. Does that tell you something of my Irish descent? You know, the sites all around the UK with stone circles, wooded circles, sacred trees, wells, springs, hill formations or tours as they're called, all hold incredible interest and intrigue um, for me and, and I'm sure all of you listening. But before we get into more about these sacred sites, I think we'll have a quick little reading because I'm going to let Tanishka uh, help us with uh, exploring sacred sites around the world, particularly in the UK. Uh, but it's very fitting today that our reading comes to you via Feather Magic Oracle cards. Now, as I usually say to you, you can find the pics of these cards on my show page and the images will help you to visualize the message. And if you love picking up and collecting feathers and connecting to the powerful energy they hold, 
then you'll just love these Feather Magic Oracle cards. And you might also want to pip, uh, pop by my website and have a look at my new online course for Feather Magic. It's just fabulous. It won't break the bank. And that's really great to know too. Okay, so what is the reading for today? Well, I've chosen the card Grandparent Wisdom. And this uh, message comes to you from the black cockatoo because the black cockatoo holds ancient grandmother, grandfather wisdom. It carries the great memories of the sacred time when the mystical nothingness of the great void was called into expansion and the creation process began. That wailing screech, oh, you really have to experience it. It's amazing. It's not like the uh, normal cockatoo. The black cockatoo has, you can hear it from a mile away. It's, it's as if it's calling your soul and your spirit. It's just amazing. And the extraordinary rhythm of its mighty wings invites you to expand and grow into spiritual and emotional freedom. Grandfather, grandmother wisdom reminds you that this time of growth is not to be rushed, but a time of gentle unfolding. And the black cockatoo offers assistance with this process and strongly urges you to follow your own unique path to awakening. Now, if nature spirits uh, have brought us this or you this magical feather today, and has guided it into your world today, it is a reminder that they're helping you to find your spiritual truth. They are assisting you to stretch onwards and upwards towards an understanding of how to achieve your dreams by tapping into the ancient wisdom that actually lies within you. This feather is here to help you find um, happiness and contentment within the journey. It knows that it can be at times, you know, a challenge not to force the process of life and, and not to force our, or try and force our dreams into physical reality. But with its assistance, you'll be able to rekindle your passion, find the courage to continue and the necessary patience needed for the gentle unfolding of your spiritual growth. So today, close your eyes and see the black cockatoo winging its way into your life. You are so loved by all in spirit. So, after all my synchronistic happenings, I thought it would not hurt one little bit to digress from our has-been series this week and to follow this train of thought and hear from an expert in the field, Tanishka. I, I'm following my intuition on this one, knowing that what Tanishka will share with us today will be perfect in assisting us in looking at the world around us in very new and exciting ways. And that's exactly what we're working at doing as we explore our series on Don't Be a Has-Been in 2016. So, today I'm going to be chatting with Tanishka about the sacred sites in Glastonbury, Avebury, Cornwall and Stonehenge, talking about global healing ceremonies, awakening the holy 
grail codes in the unity grid, anchoring the balance of sacred feminine and masculine energies on our planet and the powerful vortex at this time in our awakening as a planet. And, and so many more exciting things as I chat with Tanishka. So, oh my goodness, I want you to stay put, do not go away, because Tanishka has so much valuable insight and so much depth of knowledge and expertise to share with us. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglove will return after this short break. Scott Kelly recently broke the record for the longest consecutive time spent in space with over 300 days and counting. Astronaut Kelly says he doesn't really experience the mollygrubs or depression, but is fully aware of the dangers of being in space. In other words, he understands the gravity of the situation. Speaking of gravity, in space, your arms don't hang by your side like they do here on Earth. So astronaut Kelly says he tucks them inside his sleeping bag at night so they don't float in front of him. Hey, isn't it always night in space? He also says that he doesn't get the same satisfaction of laying down to sleep like people on Earth. At least there's no chance of Matutalipia. That's getting up on the wrong side of the bed. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. If you exercise vigorously on a regular basis or are a competitive athlete, chances are you will have to deal with an injury at some point. Too often, the tendency is to stop exercising once an injury occurs. But doing so can really set your fitness level back. So it's important to remain physically active while your injury heals. Harvard Health Publications recommends that even if you have an injury, you should continue being physically active. If your injury is in your arm or upper body, you can still continue with aerobics and lower body strength exercises. If your injury is in your lower body, like your knee or hip, aerobics may not be possible, but you can lift weights with your upper body. While the injury is healing, be sure to keep up with daily stretching so that your body does not get tight. Follow the physical therapist's instructions and don't do anything that would hinder the healing. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And today we have a wonderful guest with us, Tanishka, who is going to help us explore oh, so many wonderful things like sacred sites and global healing and the unity grid. And oh, you hang tight. We have got it all today. And, you know, all of this assists our, our very own awakening into a new level of consciousness and as well as this, Tanishka is going to share with you an exciting opportunity to join with so many others around the globe to pour healing love into the unity grid for the benefit of our own beautiful planet and the cosmos. 
and I've got so much that I want to ask Tanishka about today that I don't want to make waste a minute of our time. But I'd like to just introduce her by saying that Tanishka is best known as Facebook's Moon Woman with over half a million followers of her daily guidance. She's a best-selling author of four books and has taught ancient wisdom and kundalini awakening practice for the past 20 years. She's passionate about awakening the consciousness of sacred union by helping both men and women within communion with the natural cycles and and is passionate about healing our planets <clears throat> through restoring <coughs> pardon me the sacred balance of feminine masculine and I'm getting so excited here that I can hardly you know keep the throat clear but welcome to Tanishka good morning Geraldine thank you for having me oh it is my pleasure believe me and it's such a privilege to have you here so we're going to hop straight into it, Tanishka, because I find that time on radio just goes so quickly. I don't know what they do, I'm sure, but, you know. <laughs> so, Tanishka, I know you love to talk about the balancing of the masculine and feminine. And I'm not sure about you, but I'm finding it a challenge to balance just the physical and the spiritual bodies at the moment. And I know we're all going through incredible change and all experiencing this in different ways as our spiritual awareness grows and our physical bodies are working hard to keep up with our change of frequency. And I know for me it's presented in a number of ways, like rashes and feeling quite unwell. Have you been experiencing any of this, Tanishka? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I love the way you laugh. Oh, oh yes. Laughter is the point of recognition. Um, yeah, given that, you know, we're taping between two eclipses and the last new moon was a supermoon, these are all, um, you know, very intense energetic vortices that really clear the physical body. So, yeah, look, I've been experiencing what I've been jokingly called eclipse flu. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, what what I've noticed is, you know, the ancient Egyptians, um, they really worked specifically with the glands of the body, with the endocrine system. And for, for them, you know, these were the chakras. And so what I've noticed within my uh, being is that um, if, you know, I've got a lot of clearing that needs to happen, if I'm going through a gear shift, um, an eclipse or solar flares or a supermoon will really bring it up to be cleared and it will show up as, you know, sort of inflammation and blocks in um, in swollen glands in different points of the body. So, yeah, look, you know, the tendency can be to want to push on through and I know I'm certainly guilty of that with my human <laughs> ego's need to control but... Um, you know, the body needs to rest, to sleep as much as possible because it's in that deep dreaming that we're able to process and, and really um, move through and shift the energies gracefully. So, yeah, I encourage people to take nana naps on the road to evolution. <laughs> oh, and I so agree, Tanishka, because for me, um, and you know, I know I'm a grandmother and I am a nan, as the kids Bless call me. You. But- 
But lately, if I'm trying to work my usual hours, which are probably like yours, fairly lengthy during Mm. the day, about, you know, mid-afternoon, I think I've got to stop and I've just got to have a little nap. And it's amazing the difference it makes. And I know it's all about the physical changes that are happening. So... You know, I, I know you've explained to us of the eclipses of the moon and, and supermoons and things, but what are your thoughts on why we're experiencing these changes right now, Tanishka? Um, well, in a nutshell, we're in the transition stage of a, a quantum shift um, on every level. You know, you can feel the the rising tension um it's almost like being in a crucible of fire you know the intensity some days you you just almost want to tear your head off or rip your skin off and and it's because we're having to move into alignment with what is our deepest truth and our highest wisdom. And so anything that is not in alignment is being brought up uh, to the consciousness or through uh, catalysts in our waking world to be acknowledged. You know, it's um, happened since the 12th of the 12th of the 12th when mm. we, you know, moved full time as a planet into the rings of Alcyon Um you know, the um, the upward spiral of energies around the great central sun and the Pleiades. And, and so this is us literally coming out of the dark ages, out of a galactic night. And for those that want a more in-depth in- explanation of that, I highly recommend reading an oldie but a goodie. There's a wonderful book by the Mayan elder Barbara Hanclough called The Pleiadian Agenda, and she explains those cycles of the galactic day and the galactic night. So... Now we've just come into this age of light and there's a lot of cleaning up to be done, you know. All of the shadow is coming out to be seen and dealt with. And and so this is why it's, you know, called revelations, you know, in Latin and revelatio is the revealing of truth. And so as as the great mother, as the earth's uh, heartbeat quickens, you know, the Schumann's resonance, it is awakening her children and the kundalini, the earth energy, the dragon energy is literally rising up like a palpable force, like, like the volcanic goddess Pele, you know. Um, yes, yes. The energy that, that comes up in the base and it's, it's awakening our primal um, archetypes. This is why there's such a global movement back to reconnect with the earth in the form of the rewilding movement in the form of permaculture um, with, you know, um, everyone going, I need to grow food. Uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yes. Yeah. And, and let my hair down and get tattoos and, you know, yes. so but We're from a very um, from a very practical point of the view, though, uh, Tanishka, or coming from that perception or perspective, it it really is, in lots of ways, simplifying our lives and, yes. and making it, you know, a time where we, uh, as you have been saying, letting go of all that stuff that we think we have to do and getting to our core truth. And but that in in doing that is really simplifying the way we live. Once we get to that place, I don't know, I, I've found myself that, oh, 
okay, so I, I don't need to struggle so much or work so hard or it just living by my core truth seems to allow things to unfold. Are you finding that? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, this rebirthing of ourselves, of our consciousness, of our planet, um, it you can't get through the transition phase of birth without surrendering, without going, mm. I can't do this anymore on my own. I need to invoke a higher power and to completely give over and cast the burden. I can't um, manufacture this according to my expectations. So it's in that moment of surrender that the second birth occurs, that the um, the the soul emerges from the ego which is just the lower three chakras the the um, zero to seven year old the seven to 14 year old and the 14 to 21 year old so you know this is about us moving into the heart into the fourth dimension and the only way you get there is by going okay my inner teenager surrenders the reins over to a higher power yeah and i have to tell you a very quick funny story tanishka I had, just before Christmas, I had thrown the hands in the air and said, okay, everyone, you mould it. I, I'm, I'm over this. You just go to it and mould it. And um, a couple of, oh, about a week ago, I, a friend on Facebook, actually, she sent me a picture and she said, I thought, Geraldine, you might love this. Your name was on a street sign. And I said, oh, it's great. But behind the sign, the street sign, which said Geraldine, was a big give way sign <laughs> I thought, okay i get it i get it <laughs> the cosmic joke rolls on yeah. yes um so um tanishka we're coming into a break very shortly and there's so much that i want to chat to you after the break and because i know that you're um doing um have this wonderful vision of um, going, taking a, a pilgrimage or going to Glastonbury and, and looking at all the beautiful sites around there, the sacred sites. And I really want you to um, explain your vision and how you're going about that, Tanishka, and, and why and how, more importantly, how we can all get involved in this and help you in your vision, which is really um, helping all of us individually and helping the world. So uh, I'd love for us to get into that, if that's okay with you. I'd absolutely be delighted. I, um, I, there's nothing I want to talk about more, Geraldine, so thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Believe me, uh, you are such a wealth of information and knowledge and and experience and everything else um, that – it is really we're the lucky ones to be getting all of this today. So I really appreciate it. So we're going to be talking, everyone, about um, the masculine and feminine energies and and how they assist us as we live our day-to-day lives. We're going to be chatting with Tanishka about this global healing ceremony. So just hang tight, everyone. Please do not go away. You don't want to miss this as Tanishka shared. Selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Many of us look forward to the holidays all year long. It is such a magnificent opportunity to get together with family and friends and decorate and give gifts and eat the most delicious food. But numerous people dread the holidays. As far as their weight, health, and exercise are concerned, they know they'll have so much temptation and chances to derail their healthy lifestyle. Many just resolve themselves into thinking that gaining weight over the holidays is a fact and there is no way to avoid it. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to embrace the holidays. Have a plan before you go to any dinner, party, or event and decide what you're going to eat and stick with it. Yes, there will be temptation, but you can overcome it. Stay with the plan and reap the benefits. You can contact us at fitnessminute at annettehammond.com. year's Super Bowl will air in 180 countries, and with that infamous coin toss for one day, most people will toss out their New Year's resolutions to lose weight. The Super Bowl accounts for 7% of an entire year of chicken wing sales. 48 million Americans will opt for having food delivered, with pizza franchises seeing their sales double on game day. Domino's alone looks forward to selling over 11 million pizzas on Super Bowl Sunday. What's the word for food that contains unknown ingredients? Acompucky. Americans will eat over 100 million pounds of guacamole and 8 million pounds of tortilla chips on game day. What's the word for those folks who call in sick the morning after a little too much indulgence? Arfarfanoff. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And if you have just joined us, we're chatting with my beautiful and expert uh, guest, Tanishka, about sacred healing, sacred sites, and so much more. Now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live on the podcast, or you can come here to TogiNet. And listen or download from my show page, or you can simply find them at my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. Tanishka, so far we've been chatting about, you know, the changes that are occurring within us personally. Um, but I know these changes are also happening at a global level. And I also understand that you are doing a sacred site pilgrimage to Glastonbury this year, which sounds so exciting. Would you like to tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, sure. Um, Look, it began just over a year ago, um, the full moon in Virgo. And Virgo is the sign of the priest-priestess, you know, um, the part of us regardless of our, you know, sun sign when we were born. But when we move through Virgo, it awakens the the part of us that uh, honours ourselves as a vessel, uh, for the divine. And so it was during the full moon in, in Virgo that I got this vision of the mandala, which is, um, you know, the two circles intercepting and creating the Vesica Pisces, that yoni 
shaped doorway that is literally yes. the um you know the eye of the needle you know that we must balance feminine masculine if we want to open that doorway into um you know heavenly consciousness so i i get this image of 12 men and 12 women standing in that configuration the mandala and for those that um are familiar with the chalice well in Glastonbury, you'll recognize that that is the symbol of sacred union that they have um, at the well and in the gardens. And, and that's because this is the place where the alchemical marriage was anchored into the um, unity grid, so the energetic auric field of the planet. And that's because in um, the UK... Right through the whole country is this beautiful entwining of the, the global serpents of, uh, the feminine and the masculine sacred energies known as Ida and Pingala in Tantra or, or yoga. Um, now they've been renamed the, the Michael Mary lines, but, uh, originally it was, um, you know, in honor of Mari the the goddess and Lu, the sun god. So it was like one meridian for the moon and one meridian for the sun. And these ley lines, they are the highways. They are the channels that carry the consciousness and the energy around the planet. And what's happened um, in ancient times, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, the Druids, the indigenous people, they all harnessed the, the intercepting points where you have great vortices of energy and they would, you know, create pyramids or standing stone circles. They would create sacred geometric temples to um, move that energy, to harness it upward to promote the evolution of the greater good. And what happened, you know, in, in the sort of... Um, the shift into the dark ages yes, was yes. that um, these these uh, the old empires desecrated these temples, put their churches on top, and they um, you know distorted the teachings of great prophets like Yeshua, um, and he of course is one of many. I'm referring to Jesus, who yes, I know yes. is Yeshua, and so. During this time, it's like our 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 um, our vortices, the the main energy uh, places on the earth of vitality have been blocked, have been plugged, and and hence we have pandemics of illness and a very soul sick culture. We have a sick earth um, in terms of the ecological state of of play on the planet. So we need to clear the blocks. We need to. Um, open up these gateways and that's why you'll see a lot of the crop circles are always put along this main meridian of ley lines in mm. the UK because Glastonbury, it is the third eye chakra of the world. It is the place where the um, the inner meridians of sacred feminine and sacred masculine, the twin serpents, it's where they bow and meet in a place of... Um, surrender and humility and wisdom and so because this energy has been blocked um, I've been shown to go there and to 
uh, help clear the energies. And of course, it's not, you know, something I can do alone. It's going to take all of us. Yes, um, yes. You know, so um, this, this vision that I had, uh, it was very persistent. And I kept then getting woken up with the word conjunction between four and six in the morning, which is like soul time, you know. And this word conjunction, conjunction kept running through my head. And I said to spirit, show me, um, who is, who is giving me this word and why? And I was showing the elemental beings, the fae that live under the Glastonbury tour. Now the tour is a man-made mound built on this huge vortex that was once Avalon, the mystery school where the ancient priestesses and the druids would um, do ceremony, sacred ceremonies, um, in keeping with the greater cycles. So the shifting of constellations and the, the lunar and solar cycles. And, um, you know, the energies there, um, they've become... Uh, what would you say, well, veiled for a start. So I've been shown that we're to um, clear the veils so that people can uh, connect with the multidimensional consciousness that these vortices hold because so long as we keep operating just in 3D, so just operating through the lower physical senses of taste, touch, smell, sight, and um, sound, we're not uh, utilizing all of our potential and we're not going to um, turn the ship around and transform yes. what needs to be changed on this planet if we're just doing it, you know, like Neanderthals operating out of our lower selves. Yeah. And conjunction is such an important part of alchemy too, um, Tanishka. Being an alchemist, I, I can, you know, when I hear that word conjunction, it's, it's, it, so many things rise up within me. So yes. I can understand why you would hear and see that word conjunction. Yeah, Sorry, well, it turns out. Not at all. I'm just excited. Mm. The, that week that I got that vision, I'd uh, synchronistically watched, I think it was the sequel to Thor and also the animation film of Hercules and both as the climactic part of the film featured an astrological conjunction. And for those that are fans of the work of Jim Henson and remember the Dark Crystal, you know, this um, vortex that we're heading to and, and why um, the universe has asked the ceremony to take place at this particular time in Glastonbury is it's called the superior Venus conjunction. So it's a time for us to return to love. And what that mm. means is in the sky, the sun, the moon and Venus will all be in a line. They will all be in the constellation of the Pleiades, which is known as the Seven Sisters. Um, So it's very much an awakening of the consciousness of the sacred feminine to join in union with the sacred masculine because at this particular new moon when this occurs, this Venus, superior Venus conjunction, it will also be a grand cross now, uh, if yes. Follow- now I've seen this in your wording, and I'm thinking, okay, Tanishka, tell us about the Grand Cross. It sounds wonderful. 
Yeah, well, you know, the cross is a very ancient symbol. So before, um, you know, we had the, the crucifixion as that cross um, of, you know, the Christian symbol, yes, yes. we had Wotan's cross, which was the even cross. And it, it's a representation of Demeter, the diameter of the earth, the great mother. And then the um, the cross of the masculine, the divine masculine, which goes from the great central sun down into the heart of the earth. And so this is, you know, where hot cross buns came from. You know, people yeah, would have Wotan's cross on their buns. So we're coming into the Grand Cross, and this one is called the Royal Grand Cross because um, uh, two of the stars will be um, or two of the um, planets involved will be conjunct their royal stars. Suffice to say, it's a big deal. Um, and, and everything is going to be at 13 degrees, which, again, is significant when we consider, you know, we've come from being in in the energy of 12, 12, 12, you know, yes. um, uh, which is why the shift occurred in, in 2012. But what happens when we only acknowledge the 12 signs of the zodiac? Um, we stay stuck in like Groundhog Day. And so we've been stuck in the Piscean age the last 2,000 years going around and around, repeating a lot of our same karmic lessons. And so this grand cross is an opportunity to elevate it up from a, a, a sort of a repetitious circle into a spiral to awaken the global ascension. Um, and everyone's invited, you know, it's a party and everyone's invited. <laughs> Woohoo, we're in there, yeah. yes. Yeah. That is fantastic, Tanishka. Um, now, uh, once again, we're coming into a break very quickly, but after this break, Tanishka, I'd, if you could very uh, quickly tell us about where you're going and how we can be involved and sure. how we can connect to this because it, it is so amazing what's happening we all need to be involved in this and all assist in this uh, unblocking of what needs to be unblocked and um, help. And I'm sure we can all take part in this and I'm hoping that you'll be able to tell us how we can do this and how we can connect to it. And um, yes, so that we can all really be there with you. Even if we can't be physically, we can be there in spirit and, and help with this. So everyone, after the break, that's exactly what we're going to be chatting about. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do 
with kids in the summer, how to set up your one-room schoolhouse, how obedience is paramount, and what to do with those snakes. Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When it comes to daily exercise, make it easy on yourself. I don't necessarily mean make your workout effortless so that you don't get the benefits. I mean make scheduling your exercise time conducive to your lifestyle. Weight Watcher says make life easy for yourself. If you work all day and have to race madly to the gym in order to get to a class at a certain time, choose to exercise first thing in the morning and dismiss that early evening stress. Find a time to schedule your exercise that works with your life. Maybe you're a busy mom with children at home and working out early in the morning does not work for you. So it would be better to work out right after you drop the kids off at school or in the evening when your husband comes home. Whatever the hindrance is, there is a solution. Find the best time to fit in daily exercise and stick with it. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And for the past two weeks and for the next two weeks after this, we uh, have been and will continue our series on making sure that we are stepping into 2016 in new and wonderful ways, both physically and spiritually. And today's show has been such a treat to help us see how this can happen at a personal level, but also at a global level. Um, Tanishka, it's just been absolutely fabulous today, but I don't want you to leave until you tell us um, very quickly. I, I know there's so much involved in this, but where are you actually taking people? Oh, okay. Well, um, there's a 10-day uh, pilgrimage that I'm um, guiding people on. I'm not doing this alone. We've got a wonderful array of experts uh, such as John Wadsworth, um, a local astrologer, Lucy Pringle, who was one of the first to document and photograph crop circles. Um, we've got Tor, who, um, you know, created a documentary of global chakra points where he went and did ceremony with the indigenous people as our local tour guide. So we'll be doing ceremony at 10 different uh, locations along the Michael Mary ley lines. This includes a private dawn ceremony at Stonehenge and a dawn ceremony at the Glastonbury tour at the moment of this alignment uh, at exact oh, new wow. Yeah. yeah, because dawn is when we have the strongest electromagnetic charge. It's when you'll see the most orbs if you take photos. It's when, you know, the presence of the force is, is the yes. strongest, you know. So what we're inviting people to do is to either on their own or in circle with their friends, their family, their loved ones, is to do a series of Fibonacci tones. Um, Barbara Hanklau said there would come a day when we'd each have to sing our note and this is it. So, you know, sound 
um, is our vibration. And whenever we tone, we strengthen our energy field. When we do that as a collective, we strengthen the energy field of the earth. So this is like the moment of birth. So um, I will be putting out uh, a video, an instructional video of what people can do so they can take part as well as um, – more information about why we're doing the ceremonies and people can register if they want that information at my website. It won't cost them any money. This is, um, you know, purely about the mm. collective um, shift of consciousness. But those who want to be a part of those 12 men and 12 women, um, then you, there are still places and I'm um, calling you in. You know who you are. If this resonates with you and you feel I'm there, I can see myself there. Um, we're calling the pilgrimage the alchemy of love. And the reason for that is that love um, is the force. So we'll be charging ourselves with agape love, with beautiful um, ceremonies of brotherly, sisterly love, which includes going to the thermal bathhouse um, in the town of Bath and doing private ceremonies there, as well as self-love rituals from, we've got rose petal tea ceremonies with Celtic harpists. So oh, it sounds wonderful, yes. Yeah, and all the travel, we'll be going to Cornwall, Avebury, um, uh, as well as ceremonies around uh, Glastonbury, Dartmoor, um, Bath, as I mentioned. But all of these will be travelling around in what I've called the Bhakti bus, so listening to <laughs> exquisite Sufi poetry set to um, divine music and kirtan chanting. We've got a private kirtan band. And the idea is that we are so overflowing with the frequency of every language of love that we pour the overflow into the grid at specific points at specific times, um, all as an act of love for the greater good for um, the mother, father, God, goddess and all that is. Fantastic, Tanishka. Wow. Now, I want to make it very clear to everyone, how, where can we find this video and all this information, please? Okay, well, the video is still being made. So if people yes. want um, to be sent a link via email, they just need to go to my website and um, that is star, S-T-A-R, of O-F, Ishtar, which was the Babylonian name for Venus, and that's spelled I-S-H-T-A-R.com forward slash Glastonbury. So if you click on that page, you'll see all the information about the uh, Alchemy of Love pilgrimage. But if you scroll to the bottom, you'll be able to put your details in if you want more info about how you can be a midwife for that process from wherever you are in the world. So, um, yeah, I, I, the more the merrier. Fantastic, yeah. I, I wanted to just add that... Um, uh, whilst I'll be holding the energy as the sort of the high priestess, the Magdalene, which was a title for the high priestess, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm um, very honoured to be joined by a beautiful Maori elder called Matua Hemiwaiwai, and he'll be holding the energy of the high priest. He's an elder in his 60s, and he'll be holding that in New Zealand at um, a portal, which is a lake that he's a guardian of, that has a direct link to Glastonbury. So, oh, um, 
he had yes. received a similar vision. So he's been gathering wisdom keepers and healers. So um, we'll have the the feminine, the high priestess in the northern hemisphere and the high priest in the southern hemisphere. So everything will just be beautifully aligned. And I have got goosebumps all over me, Tanishka. This is just wonderful, perfect. So everybody, I really urge you to go to www. Star S T A R of O F Ishtar I S H T A R dot com forward slash Glastonbury G L A S T O N B U R Y and really connect to this. Um, put your details in to make sure that you're part of this. This is so exciting and such a wonderful time. Tanishka, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show today. I really appreciate your time and all your wisdom. Wow. We could spend days with you, I think. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to reach everyone because um, when I was in New Zealand recently and I met with Matua Hemi, we meditated and they said, Call in all the light workers around the globe. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to reach everyone. Well, we shall send this out far and wide. And I know already that Alchemy of Love is working in the field uh, with this radio show and podcast so that it reaches whoever it is meant to reach. And that's my intention right here in uh, Tanishka. And I will definitely be one here in the Southern Hemisphere Uh, connecting to uh, those moments in time. They are amazing moments in time. So thank you for going to the trouble of doing this and um, being that priestess in the Northern Hemisphere for all of us. So thank you. Oh, an honor. Thank you. (laughs) Well, um, we can say goodbye to Tanishka now. I know she's a very busy lady getting everything organized for this. So uh, bye for now, Tanishka. And I'm Thanks sure we'll have, you, we'll have you back again soon. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Uh, thank you. So, um, okay, wow. To be part of this is extraordinary. And isn't it amazing how the universe works that uh, that I would be connecting into all of this through my research into the Druids and to my Celtic roots and and learning so much about this. So it is a wonderful opportunity and really can understand why Tanishka emailed me and we got together on this. So be part of it, everyone. It will be so worth it, not just for the the globe, but for yourself as well, the personal um, healing that you will gather from this. Now, I have a little note for you today, today's note to self, that I think um, it is is really appropriate. (laughs) And my note today says, remember today that sometimes letting go of what is Holding me back seems like losing a limb, but the freedom it brings allows light to shine on the pathway that leads me to my dreams. What a beautiful note. And this is, this is really in alignment with what we've been talking about today and, and what we've been talking about for the last two weeks and will be continuing in the next couple of weeks. It is just perfect. 
And there's a little message here from uh, the spirit in nature, which I'm hoping I'll have time to get read to you. All in nature spirit are saying, have you ever felt like you were carrying a heavy burden that was weighing you down and holding you back from achieving all that you are? Are you carrying with you some very old stories of how this or or that is the reason why you have not as yet been able to accomplish your dream? And have these old stories become so attached that it has become quite difficult to sever them from your life? Nature knows no such limitation. It knows exactly when and how to let go of whatever is not allowing us to reach uh, our highest potential. You need to do the same. Your life is in your hands and not governed by any one person or any one circumstance. You are a magnificent co-creator who is meant for greatness, dreaming big dreams and seeing them manifest in your physical reality. So today, allow all those old branches of doubt, fear, uh, guilt and any other negative emotion fall to the ground and be removed from your life. And yes, it may have you feeling a little vulnerable and exposed, but it is only then that you allow the light of love, peace and abundance to shine on your path and pour into your being and fill your life with joy. What a beautiful message from Nature Spirit and perfect for today. Okay, we're coming to the end of the show. A big thank you once again to Tanishka for being with us today. It was just beautiful and perfect. In the meantime, you can visit me here at Toginet on my show page or for recording of this week's show. Or you can go to my website. You'll find them all there as well in a radio show in the menu. So lots of places. In the meantime, I want to wish you all a million blessings of happiness, love and peace. Um, have a wonderful week, everybody. And bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?